Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Such a good, powerful episode for you today. So please, if you haven't got it already, I know you can't do this if you're driving, but if you're home, please go and get your podcast journal and pen. I should make us a podcast journal, shouldn't I? I'm making all these digital products now and it never even occurred to me. Okay, I'm going to make you a podcast journal uh, this week and I will put it in all future episodes for you. (laughs) Free, you can just have it. Um, Because I want you to actually get some transformations from these. So before we get started, let me just give you a quick rundown of what's been happening over here at Private Practice with Soul. Some of you know about, some of you don't. But since the beginning of April, I've been running pop-up groups. Totally loving it. So last week, I can't believe it was only last week. I don't know why, but I thought it'd be a good idea to run two pop-up groups at a time. I I don't even know why I was thinking of doing that, but I did. And uh, one was for uh, soulful leadership in business. Oh no, that was this week. (laughs) Last week's was private practice, like getting started with your private practice. And it was digital products. So learning how to create additional revenue with digital products. And oh my gosh, that's going to be a whole other episode because I've got so much to share with you about that as well to help you make some more money. But anyway, this week's pop-up group was all about soulful leadership in private practice. And it was so good. And I want to share with you what made it so good, because I think that this is really, 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 really important. So as you know, I'm no stranger to coaching. I've always got a minimum of one coach on the payroll. Um, and there have been times when I had four coaches all at once, all helping with different things. You know, of course, you don't want to be like going to a four therapists all for the same thing. That's just going to confuse you. So don't do that. But um, yeah, I think it's so helpful to go and get some guidance from an expert who's, you know, um, got this skill over here or that expert that's got that skill over there. But anyway, so my one of my coaches, she's mad on strategy, right? She loves strategy, which was a big part of the reason that I was drawn to her. And one of the things that she's well known for is mapping things out, right? So I love that idea because it was such a gap in my business. And because I think that you're always learning. I don't think there's a day that goes past where I'm not learning something new for my business. And I really like the idea of being able to jump onto something like a dashboard or a roadmap or something like that and just be able to receive the steps and then just be able to, I don't know, implement them. But here's the thing I found. While she gave me the steps, 
I wasn't the best at implementing them. I don't know why. It was like I always thought if I only had the steps, if I only had the strategy, then I could have A, B, C, D, E, right? Which, as you know, for me, it's more time freedom, not money. It's my my drive is time, right? So I was like, not that there's anything wrong with money. If you want to go make money, absolutely go and do it. Um, there's nothing wrong with any of the values or shadow values. It's just what you align with in that moment at that time in your life. And for me right now, it's time. So anyway, she's given me this whole thing and it's really detailed. And it's like step 1A, do this. Step 1B, do this. Step 1C, do this. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Uh, just follow in order, step by step by step, right? And so you would think that if somebody had just given it to you on a silver platter like she's done for me, that all your problems would be solved. There would be beams of light, um, sunlight beams coming down from the clouds right over you and your desk. Anyway, what ended up happening was I still didn't end up using the strategy. And as a result of that, um, I was saying, well, things aren't moving in my business because I'm not using the strategy. Um, And then I was hard on myself saying, well, it's your own fault, Brooklyn, because you're not using the strategy and you've got this amazing strategy and you know that her strategy works. um, So why aren't you using it? And then I was just like berating myself and beating myself up and da, 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 da. But here is the thing. Um, Well, there's two things that I'm going to say. Um... Number one, I'm just not a strategy person. And I'll tell you why. Because this is my big realization that I'm sharing with you. (laughs) And I know you're probably going to say that you already knew this about me. But anyway, the penny just kind of dropped yesterday or the day before. It felt like a big aha moment. But as I'm saying, like you listening and having listened to so many episodes of this podcast will probably have seen this coming already. (laughs) But you never see it when you're in it, right? So anyway, my reflection is I'm just not a strategy person because I believe so wholeheartedly that my soul just knows what to do. And so now I can see that borrowing – somebody else's strategy for my business was never going to work for me because it's not aligned with me. (laughs) I don't want to do her steps because her steps don't feel right for me. Um, Her steps uh, work for her and she's got loads of time and she's got loads of money and she's got loads of people in her community that she helps and you know it's it's success it's pentacles it's gold coins um raining down from the heavens for her which is amazing and I think I got swept up in wanting to be in her energy because I figured well she must be doing something right and then when I grabbed the strategy I was like thank you for this strategy now I can have pentacles and um sorry in tarot pentacles usually means abundance and money and survival and safety and grounding and all those sorts of things right so I was like yeah it's got pentacles raining from the sky and blah 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 blah. it's gonna be awesome and then what happened was it was total anti-climax because I was like I don't want to implement the strategy (laughs) now was I self-sabotaging no I'll tell you why because Self-sabotaging to me is different. Self-sabotaging is when you do have something that's aligned for you, but you're choosing not to do it because of something else that's coming up or that's rising up within you to be seen. So what I realized 
fully and I embodied fully and I integrated it fully. It was like I knew the puzzle piece was there and I knew the puzzle piece had to go in this particular place, but it just kind of dropped in um, yesterday, the day before, was that my soul gives me my very own blueprint, that I get to turn up in my practice in a way that feels right for me and you know, my soul is never, ever, 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 ever going to lead me wrong. Now, before you click out of this podcast episode and you think, oh, here she goes, she's off on a, you know, woo-woo. No, I'm not. Stay with me for one second. I'll tell you why. You know, people talk about having this internal compass and I've shared with you my views on the internal compass before, but I really believe that you do have, um, and you can use a different word to describe it, but let's just say it is an internal compass. But I believe if I'm facing north and the business strategy is requiring me to face south and so I try and face myself south if that doesn't feel right it's because my intuition my soul my higher self my higher consciousness source energy god energy whatever it is is saying you shouldn't be facing south get you get yourself back over to north and when I can flick myself back over to north and everything feels good again and that flow starts emerging again that alignment is back so I think when you feel in your business like something isn't working for you I really believe that it's a sign that from your intuition that this is not your path makes sense so today what I wanted to do was record for you an an episode called aligning your business with your soul you know find your true north strategy or find your true soul strategy so I want to help you find your very own strategy today which is why I asked you to go and get your book right consider this like a free mini coaching session um (laughs) I hope you like it so I think that was my first so I made myself some dot points and my first dot point was welcome everybody to the episode and give a brief explanation of today's topic I think I did that um the importance of aligning your business with your soul for therapists in private practice this is really interesting I believe that so many of us really value Um, being genuine, transparent, authentic, and in alignment and integrity for our businesses, that it makes sense to me that so many of us, because we have self-doubt and some of us also self-worth issues and some of us got into counseling and therapy in the first place for our own self-healing and stuff like that, I think we get in our heads a lot. And when we're in that space of thinking and overthinking and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, we tend to hold back and it creates a disconnect from soul and you can recognize when that disconnect happens because your mood changes your mood goes from feeling like oh this gets to be easy and oh this feels quite light today to oh this is heavy this is hard I've got to push through it I've got to hustle I've got to dig in I've got to roll up my sleeves I've got to do all of those kinds of things um the importance of aligning your business with your soul is that when you can do that you take a lot of pressure off yourself and you're also able to do things and this is going to be huge and I know this is going to be controversial but I honestly believe that when you align with your soul for running your business that's when you're able to do things like drop and release imposter syndrome okay so to get there there are 
four little things that I want to go over with you. So number one, you have to understand the connection between your soul and your private practice in the first place. So if it's not a private practice, it's your business. So understand the connection between your soul and your business. Um, so your soul contains the blueprint not only for your business but also for your life. Uh, though you know there are so many different ways to access that and I'm going to give you an action step in the moment um, in a moment but I honestly and truly believe that um, you just know in your by your mood let's say by the feeling that you're experiencing by the emotion that you're feeling by the energy that you're feeling moment to moment in your business what you're meant to be doing so for me, these pop-up groups were just to give people a sample of working with me and what it could be like for them in some of my paid communities. Because my big communities that are free, we get hundreds of new people in there every single month and they don't know who I am or what I'm doing. So I And nearly all of them want help with private practice. So I thought that I could run some little free groups. They just went for three days. Anybody was welcome to join. Um, and I showed up just in total alignment. I hadn't planned what I was going to be talking about really. I hadn't planned what I was going to be giving them. So I gave them loads of freebies that were really, 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 really good like I didn't just fluff around and give them basic stuff. I gave them actual proper free things that they can go away and use to get a shift and to get a result. And people already have been sharing with me that they've got those shifts and results. But the thing is that when I ran these pop-up groups, I never went into it thinking, oh, I'm going to be selling, selling, selling. It wasn't even about that selling or people enrolling into things became a byproduct of what I was doing. Um, the how it all came about was I was just sitting there one day in front of my computer and I was adding new people to the Counselors Connect Australia group and I was putting their email addresses in the segment in my Flowdesk account and then I was thinking wow I don't know a lot of these names lately like these are all new to me and I wonder what they're all doing as well and I thought how can I share with them that there is help available they were all saying that they wanted help learning how to start or grow their private practice but there's not a whole lot of me in those free groups because now I give my time mostly to my paid groups so I thought you know, what would be the right thing for me to do? And I asked the question and the answer just appears for me. My experience of an answer is I either just know what the next line step is. I just kind of know it. So it's like a clear cognizance thing. Or I hear it in my head like it's a thought, like I'm almost talking to myself. I can I can just hear it in my head. And what came through was, well, give them a sample of what you do so you can they can have an experience of what you do. And that was how the three-day pop-ups came about. And then when I was in the three-day, so the intention was never to enroll people or sell people into those groups. The intention was show them who I am, what I do, how I help, so that if they want it, they know where to go to get it. But what ended up happening was while we were running those groups, people started saying, do you have a paid program? Do you, like, how can I work with you more on this, that or the other? And then it became an opportunity for me to say, well, yeah, actually you can work with me and here's how. And it felt aligned because, well, a couple of things. Number one, people were asking for information. It wasn't me 
putting it onto people and forcing it down people's necks and throats and things like that. They were asking for it. So it made it feel like a joy. You know, when somebody asks you for something, of course you want to help, right? Mm. So it was a real joy then to be able to say, yeah, well, yeah, for those of you who were asking, here, here is something that can help you. And if you haven't thought of that, what about that? And da, 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 da. So it was really, 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 really powerful, but it all came from salt. And the feedback in those two groups last week was so good and the shifts and the transformations that they had was so good and I loved it Uh, and then this week it was about soulful leadership and again I had not planned what I was going to be doing on our live coaching calls my intention was to show up and be able to provide anybody who turned up that day with everything that they needed in that moment to help them with whatever it was they were wanting support with. So I was just showing up as myself. I just showed up as myself. I didn't, as I said, there wasn't really anything prepared. There wasn't any agenda. There was nothing like that. It was just, I was just showing up as if we were all just having coffee together and people were just picking my brains. That was it. And the three because we had one live coaching call a day for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And those three coaching calls, people are still referring to them today. (laughs) Like today in one of my other groups, somebody said, oh, on day two in the leadership program, Brooklyn mentioned about ebb and flow. And that felt so good because to hear people remember that you shared something to hear people remember the day that you shared it and for to hear people talk about how what you shared impacted them and what they've taken away from it that filled my heart that filled my cup and that made me feel so 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 good to see people in all different groups quoting what we discussed in our little pop-up group and the feedback in that group as well was just like Oh, there was one lady and she had like this beautiful breakthrough and I was so proud of her and so happy for her. And my heart was like, not just full. I felt like it was exploding with happiness and joy for her. And that's the whole thing. Like I just trusted that if I showed up as myself with no agenda, with no uh, hidden motive with no whatever I just wanted to show up as myself be all of myself the version of me that you would see if we were friends and we were just going out for coffee so just the real me I just trusted if I showed up as the real me that they would get everything that they needed and do you know what they did and that just felt so 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 good and that's what happens when you lean into this idea of your soul contains the blueprint. Now, you know, were there people in that group that then asked about, you know, is there anything for leadership? Do you have a leadership program or something? Yes, there were people that asked for that. And again, it was so nice to be invited to talk about how I can help them become better leaders by using this new way uh, in their private practices as well. And it just, it was just like so much fun. It was so much fun. So anyway, I think many therapists and, and business owners don't listen to their soul's guidance because there's a reliance on the external. It's 
almost as if we've been educated, programmed, conditioned to think that, you know, you have to go and get it. You have to go and get your strategy from someone. You have to go and buy your strategy. You have to go and look for your strategy on Etsy or wherever you're getting your strategies from. And then you're just going to buy your strategy. And then that's going to be the golden key that's going to unlock abundance for your business. And it does not work like that <laughs> um, for most of us anyway. And I'm, I'm sure there are always you know, going to be exceptions to the rules. But for the majority of us, that's not how it works. Um, and it's not working like that because you're not working from a space of alignment with your soul. So you don't listen to your soul's guidance because you've been told not to, you've been told it's too woo, woo woo, you know, it's too airy fairy, you know, a real serious business owners don't go around listening to their souls. They go and do a management course or something like that. So I think, um, that's probably a big part of why. And the problem for me with that is you never learn to trust yourself. And so then, you know, you're always looking to the external for affirmation, confirmation that you're on the right path with any decision that you're going to make in your business, right? And we see that all the time in the free groups as well. So here's your action step from this first dot point, And that is to take some time to reflect on how connected you currently feel to your soul's guidance in your private practice or in your business. And I want you to write down any insights or revelations that come to you. So I'll just read that out one more time, but take time to reflect on how connected you currently feel to your soul's guidance in your business. And I want you to write down any insights, aha moments or revelations that come to you. Okay. The second, um, you know, area that I wanted to talk about today and speaking to was recognizing the conditioning and the programming that's actually blocking your soul's guidance so you know there is so much like right when we're in primary school and and high school and even in business we are told to defer to somebody else we are given the recipe to follow so when you're in um an employee mindset for example you are simply given the instructions and you're told what to do and you generally are not allowed to be a free thinker. You generally are not allowed to be innovative and just go off and do things your own way. No, there's a formula that you've got to follow and if you have a question about that or if you want to change it or do something differently, you have to go and get permission, right? There's no trust there for there's no self-trust there's no self-trust it's squashed right down this whole idea too of connecting with your soul is too airy fairy and it doesn't get you anywhere and blah 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 um I don't even know how that came about because if you well when I was in Morocco for example you know on my when I went on my spirit quest <laughs> and I went to all those different countries learning about different belief systems and stuff like that one of the things that came through was when people had their first businesses they were doing what felt right for them it wasn't until Roman times that people started doing things like you know trading trading time for money um and 
implementing hierarchy. So it was really with the Roman civilization and culture of the time that we started to have caste systems. We started to have um, this idea of, well, you're not good enough for us. We're not good enough for them. Da, 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 da. And um, don't think for yourself. You have to go and um, you speak to the higher up in order to get approval and stuff like this. So I think being exposed to that even in 2023 um, is very damaging because it causes you to doubt yourself because it breeds a sense of you don't know enough as the person who's higher up. Um, so you need to go and check with them. So then when you go out onto your own, you're bringing your employee mindset with you. You're not bringing your CEO mindset. You're not bringing your manager mindset. You're not bringing your business owner mindset because you haven't experienced it yet so how can you but you are bringing your employee mindset which means that every time you've got to do something in your business you're going to jump into a Facebook group and ask somebody what do you think or what are other people doing <laughs> when it comes to this situation or what software do other people recommend no it's it's happening because you haven't learned to trust yourself and that self-trust and that self-belief is all there within you already. You've just learned to silence it or lower the volume. And now I'm saying if you want to feel more confident in your business, um, that confidence is already there. You just need to turn up the volume on that. Okay, and you don't have to like make it go from silent to, you know, full blast. You don't have to do that, but you can certainly start dialing it up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit week by week or day by day. Right. And eventually you'll get closer and closer and closer to that sense of self-trust. Okay, so I think what's really important is being able to identify and release the blocks that you have to trusting yourself when it comes to making decisions for your private practice and making decisions for your business. And so for that reason, I would love for you in your podcast journal now to, you know, complete this next action step, which is really around just making a list of any of the beliefs or the patterns that may be blocking you from accessing your soul's guidance. So what do you believe about accessing your soul's guidance? So I want you to choose one thing to focus on releasing and I want you to create your own soul guided action plan for doing that. So what I mean is like let's imagine I've sat down, I've hit pause on the podcast I've sat down and I'm going to make a list of the beliefs and the patterns that block me from accessing my soul's guidance. So I'm just going to, you know, stream of consciousness talking now. If I was doing this, I would say, well, I think I don't have time to sit down and connect with my soul before I turn on the computer and jump into Halaxy and emails. I just don't have time for it. That's the first thing. The second thing would be I don't really trust it. Like what if it isn't like proven what if it's not gonna work so that might happen what if I change my mind tomorrow you know so where's the certainty the next thing I might write down is I don't know just trying to think what would come to my mind but they're probably the three things that would come to my mind oh are you serious you can't seriously run a private practice without the strategy I know this to be true because everyone always talks about how you've got to have a strategy. So I'd write down all of those beliefs and patterns that are blocking me from accessing 
my soul's guidance, what I already know to be true for me and my business. And then I'm going to take one of those things and I'm going to connect with my soul and ask for an action plan. Like what are the aligned right next steps for me to take in order to release this pattern? So the first thing that came out was I just don't have time for it. It's not a priority. That's what I should say. It wasn't about the time. It's like it's not a priority for me. Um, so if I take that one and I want to let go of that idea of connecting with my soul guidance is not being a priority. My action plan, I'm going to connect you with my soul and I'm just going to ask myself, there's no big ritual, right? You don't have to uh, smoke the joint out and you don't have to get all your crystals out. No, you can just ask yourself, what do I need to do? What's the right thing for me to do right now to let go of the idea that, you know, I shouldn't be prioritizing connecting with my soul's guidance? And what comes through for me straight away is, well, you know that that's the pathway to your success and you want to be successful. And so that's going to give you the shortcut. And therefore, when you've got the shortcut to creating abundance and success in your business, whatever that may look like, it kind of makes sense to prioritize that so that you're not spending hours and hours and hours mucking around doing busy work that doesn't shift the needle. And already just saying that out loud to you, I can feel that dropping in. Now that's going to take time to integrate and we'll see how we go. Like later in the day, let's see if I do prioritize now, but I can totally see why it's important for me to do that. So I want you to have a go at that action step while I move on to point number three, which is you need to find a way that supports you in learning to listen and follow the guidance that comes from soul. So I want to share with you some tips and tools for tuning into your soul's guidance and learning to trust it. And some of these we've spoken about before, but I feel like if you are just new to this whole idea of listening and taking aligned action, what I can suggest is that you start with simple things first. And the example I love to use is when you're feeling peckish or hungry or bored or whatever, and you go to get something to eat, I want you to ask yourself, what do I feel like eating? And maybe you're going to say chocolate. Uh, not me. I'm more a savory person. I'm going to be like, where's the cabana? <laughs> But anyway, let's say you want to eat something and you're aware that you want to eat chocolate. I want you to go to the pantry or the cupboard, open it up and ask yourself one hand on your heart, just as a anchor, you know, for yourself while you're getting started with connecting with your soul's guidance, just as an anchor to remind yourself that this is what you're doing. I want you to, you know, close your eyes and just ask your soul, you know, what do you feel like eating? What do I need to eat right now? And see what comes through. It might be an apple, right? Which your ego mind and your head is going to be like, apple, silly apple, stupid apple. I really wanted the chocolate. Now, here's where you get to choose. You get to trust and follow your soul's guidance or not. Are you going to take the chocolate or are you going to play with the idea and play with the energy of, well, all right, then I'm not going to eat the chocolate. I'm going to eat that apple. And then I'm going to see what shifts or changes or what that feels like for me eating the apple. So um, that's an easy way for you to get started taking guidance 
from your soul and taking aligned action from it. So just start with simple things first and then start applying them to your business when you're ready with little things first for the business. And by little, I mean things that aren't going to have a dire consequence. So just starting with little things first, okay? And what you will find is the more that you give yourself opportunities to practice Um, listening to the guidance and implementing the action, the easier it's going to be for you to trust it. The other thing that I do, so that was how I kind of started out, but then I moved into journaling and I was very, I loved journaling until again, I got, I started this, um, uh, I started running a line in my head that said, you don't have time for journaling. You've got to get in front of that computer. And so I stopped that spiritual practice of journaling. Um, But I I came back to it later on. And what I started to notice was I had developed a journaling muscle so well that straight when I started to write, I could already hear and feel and drop into the guidance that was coming from within. So now I don't need to journal per se. I still do because I find it helpful for unlocking things, of course, but it's not a requirement for me now in order to connect with my soul's guidance. What I can do now that I've built that muscle of connecting with my soul's guidance is I can have daily conversations with myself, daily checking in with myself without needing the tools, right? And by tools, I mean without needing the affirmation cards, the oracle, the the tarot, the crystal, the journal, the journal prompts. I'm, I'm pretty good at having that conversation within and just saying, what do I need to know right now? Well, you need to know right now that you've got to uh, start showing up more and speaking more into the role of soul in business to people because that's what people are wanting and they're wanting to see more of you showing up as your fullest expression of yourself you know maybe I've only been showing up seven or eight out of ten but there's another you know nine or ten out of ten there that you haven't seen yet and part of that has been holding back because I think maybe they do just want strategies or da 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 and I get in my head about it but right now I'm all about, no, I'm just going to trust my gut. I'm just going to trust my soul. And my soul is saying, this is what they want to hear more about. So this is what I'm doing. Make sense? So um, when you do allow yourself to follow your soul's guidance, it can absolutely lead to a more fulfilling and purposeful business because you are now working in, I was going to say alignment and purpose. They're, they're the big words. Um But your soul knows the right path for you. There's the map for your business within you if you'll allow yourself to listen to it. And here's what happens when you allow yourself to follow that path like I am right now of stepping more into my truest self and my fullest potential and my highest self at this point in time for for you. um, It feels good. It feels good like not to have to feel like I've got to show up in a certain way. I'm not playing a part. I'm not in a role. I'm just being me. And I'm just trusting that the content I'm putting out there these days is being received by the people who want to read it, hear it, see it, experience it, that it resonates with the people that it's meant for in this moment and that it becomes a catalogue of 
education, information, inspiration, downloads, all that sort of stuff for future people who I haven't even met yet. You know, people who are now maybe studying but haven't got to the point of considering private practice yet. They will then all move into my world at some point when it's right for them. So it just feels really, really good. And when you're feeling good about what you're doing, and I'm not saying you've got to be happy and smiling, and that's not what I mean. Like, When you feel like you just know that what you're doing is fine and you know that what you're doing is you being you and it's okay to do that and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, your whole day gets shorter because you're suddenly more productive. Things come easily to you because you've let go of the resistance that comes in with ego mindset. And when your days become shorter, but you're more productive you and you're being yourself, you start to attract more people and potential clients and paying clients into that energy that you're in, right? And this is the vortex. This is the idea of the vortex. If you are familiar with the work of um, Jerry and Esther Hicks, right? So they talk about the vortex. Again, a whole other conversation. So what I want you to do, action step number three, is to set aside some time each day to meditate or journal on your soul's guidance for your private practice or your business if you're not in private practice. And I want you to start to implement that aligned action on any of the insights that come to you. And as I said, if you're new to this whole process, start small and then work your way up to more important, significant things. The last dot point I have on my notes here is, you know, I wanted to talk with you and give you some guidance today around integrating soul alignment into your business strategy. So uh, I want to discuss for a moment about how to incorporate your soul's guidance into your business strategy. I really believe your soul's guidance is your business strategy if you will allow yourself A, to listen, B, to trust um, and receive and C, to implement it. Now, when you do that, you could end up pivoting your niche. You could end up pivoting your business. You could end up letting some things go that you thought was so important and you thought that was your purpose. But now you're getting different information here that actually know your soul's purpose is this. And do you know what? That actually feels really good because you already knew that all along. So it's a matter of remembering who you really are Instead of wearing all the hats and playing the roles and being in the character of a therapist, this allows you to get back to remembering who you really are and stepping into that. So in terms of using your soul's guidance as your business strategy, I'm doing it right now. Like I didn't really have any idea this morning what I was going to share with you on a podcast, right? But what came through for me was I said to myself, what do I want to share with them uh, today? What would be really helpful? What would they really like to receive? And what came through was my own journey with connecting more and more and more into who I really am, remembering who I really am, dropping everything else and allowing myself to just emerge to the world like the behind the scenes version of me I'm now bringing to the public version of me I don't want to be um, doing things that don't feel right for me anymore like I don't know when I do take photos or when I do go on to uh, videos and things like that 
there's a big part of me that says, well, you know what, you better put your lippy on and you better make sure you've got your mascara on and you better make sure that you have a nice top on and da 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 But you know what, they're, they're just things that come up in my mind. But if I connect with my soul and I say to my soul, what's the right strategy for me to get a message out to my clients? Um, my, my soul says, your clients don't care if you're wearing lipstick. Your clients don't care if you've got mascara on Brooklyn. Your clients don't care if you're wearing a $500 t-shirt. They don't know that it was a $500 t-shirt. For all they know, you got it from Kmart. Like they don't know what you're wearing and um, they don't give a hoot what you're wearing, Brooklyn. My soul says to me, it's the energy I show up in that they want to be around and it's the information, the knowledge and the insights that I share that keep people in my audience. It's not whether I'm wearing lipstick or an expensive t-shirt. So moving forward, um, and this is what I'm talking about, like this is my expansion at the moment as I'm dropping more into remembering who I am. Moving forward, probably not going to be wearing the lipstick as often, probably not going to be wearing mascara as often and probably will just be wearing clothes that make me feel comfortable so that I can just give you the information that's coming through me in that moment to, to share with you because my soul says that's all you're really interested in anyway, right? Makes sense? So my business strategy moving forward for how am I going to show up for my people is, well, you're going to show up by being in, in your lovely energy and sharing what's coming through for you at the time. And you're going to take the pressure off yourself by making sure you've got the right light and the right lighting ring. And you're going to take pressure off yourself with the lippy and the clothing and the and the jewelry and the this and the that. And you don't need to be in a nice environment. Of course, you can go and record outside if that's what you want to do and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just remembering who I am. That's my business strategy moving forward when it comes to me being on camera, when it comes to me showing up. If I say to myself, um, soul, you know, give me some guidance here around what's my strategy for social media. What comes through for me is, well, you know, this you are the strategy, Brooklyn. Uh, the strategy is you show up when you've got something to say. You don't just make tiles on your Instagram for the sake of making tiles. You only show up when you've got something to say. You make sure that what you're sharing is potent and powerful and impactful and it's going to land for the right people that day. Um, that you don't get on your Facebook and post just for the sake of saying you post it every day for 30 days. Um, that... There's no right or wrong way for you to show up. Do you know what I mean? And so that then becomes my strategy. And do you know what? Even just saying that out aloud to you feels like, oh, it feels like a weight's being taken off me, right? It removes the pressure that we put on our minds, on our minds, on ourselves from our mind, thinking that we have to have this in order to have that. You don't. Just be, my, my, journey at the moment is on remembering who I am and coming back to self okay the last one is that I wanted to share with you some examples of how people I've worked with other therapists have aligned their businesses with their soul's purpose as well so there was I won't give you their name but they were working as a nurse practitioner and 
you know, it was through connecting with that guidance that she realized she really wanted to be a counselor. She didn't want to be a nurse practitioner anymore. She wanted to be a counselor. And so it was a big pivot for her. It was later in life for her. Um, but she allowed herself to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to take aligned action from that. So while she was still working as a nurse practitioner, she also started doing a diploma of counseling. And then when she finished a diploma of counseling, then she said, I want to do a private practice now and I want to integrate my nursing knowledge uh, with my counseling skills. And I want to create a business around holistic health and wellness um, that doesn't lean into the medical model. So that was her approach. And now she's got like this business where she's happy. She's got clients, she's paying herself, her super, her tax. She's investing in other things. Like she's happy and you can do that too. And there are so many examples, like in marketing with soul, for example, um, a lot of the time members will come in and they'll have like a, an idea of the formula for making your message or the structure for your message and, and what it's going to. And so when we work together, I'm like, well, no, you get to just listen to what comes through for you. And that gets to be your message. And you get to connect with clients by listening to your what your soul wants your clients to know. And you put that out there into the world. Then a lot of the time, the ladies in marketing with soul are like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. This feels really good. And you're right. This does get to be easy. So they're just some examples of how things can happen for you when you do drop that ego, fear-based, overthinking at mindset and come back home to soul, okay? Your business strategy is embedded within your beautiful soul and it's never, ever, ever going to lead you astray. So the last activity for today is to create a plan for yourself on how you're going to be integrating your soul's guidance into your own business strategy for different areas of your business. Maybe it's going to be marketing. Maybe it's going to be client attraction. Maybe it's going to be hiring and recruiting. Uh, and I want you to identify uh, one action step that you can take right away to begin aligning your business with your soul. Yep. So the the key takeaways really today are uh, it's safe for you to remember who you are. We are a better place today than we ever were for you to have a go at playing with the energy of aligning your business strategy with the guidance that comes from your soul. Um, if you even think back to the 80s and the 90s, it was all about the masculine energy and it was all about the strategy and it was all about the external, especially for us as women. It's like in our DNA not to trust yourself and that you know other people know the right way for doing things. We should look up to those other people and respect them and admire them and put them on a pedestal. And of course, we could never make decisions. I'm here to say that's not true you can always choose to align with the direction that your soul wants you to take or not and that's okay whatever you want to do is totally okay but you have the answers within you and you can access them any time of the day or night and you can create abundance success time money freedom impact ripple effects whatever it is with your practice when you work in this soul aligned way so I want to encourage you, for those of you who are starting to take steps around 
bringing the business into alignment with your purpose and and with your soul's guidance, uh, encouragement, because you are just doing so well and everything is going to open up for you from here. And you know what? I want to give you an invitation to share your experiences and insights with the podcast community. So if you have an example or a story or an experience yourself of being in my world in some, maybe as a listener of this podcast, or maybe one of my groups, and you have experienced going from being in your head and overthinking something in your business to connecting in with your soul, and you're wanting to share your experience and insight with our beautiful listeners and our podcast community. Um, I w- this is your invitation to do that. If that sounds like something you like to do, don't email me or don't do email as you know, but do come and um, connect with me on social. Send me a DM on Instagram at the private practice coach or connect with me in one of our Facebook groups and just say, hey, I was listening to your podcast. And yeah, I am one of those people that came in thinking I had to do it this way. But after understanding and connecting with my soul's guidance now I know it it gets to be this and this is my story let me know because I'd love to share that with everybody I think this stuff is so important and the more we can make it mainstream and normalize it the more people will feel safe to do it and I think that that's part of uh, our purpose as well to let people know that they've got the fire they've got the light they know the path they know the strategy and it's absolutely safe and okay for them to step into it and embody it more right? Okay. So that's the episode for today. The other thing I wanted to share with you is on uh, Thursday, Friday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week, we've got the marketing pop-up group for therapists and coaches and psychologists and counselors and social workers and all allied health and all the people. You can all come. It's just a fun little, as I said, it's not structured. I'm just going to give you some resources in the form of maybe some templates or some swipe files or some PDFs or trainings, things like that, free uh, over the three days. Plus I'll be available for you for minimum an hour uh, each of the three days to support you in unlocking things like your niche, your message, uh, breaking through any beliefs or barriers or obstacles that you may be experiencing to showing up as your true self in your business and attracting clients to you because I really want you to stop chasing them. You don't need to chase them. It's like if I chase Gabe, you know, my Maltese cross something, if I chase him, what's going to happen? He's going to bolt a mile. He's going to run away. <laughs> but if I've got something he wants, guess what? He's coming to me. So I want to show you how to do that for your business. It's probably not a fantastic metaphor, but it was one that came to my mind. Metaphor, analogy, it's the one that just came to my mind. But I want to teach you how to attract people to you so you could stop chasing them. And anyway, um, I'm doing that in this group. So if you want to come along, come along. Uh, Again, if you don't know the details and you want to know the details, just ask me on social and we'll go from there. But I hope you have a really, 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 really lovely uh, weekend. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. And I look forward to hearing your stories about how connecting with soul guidance changed something in your private practice too. Bye for now. 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.